Welcome to Spoilers. Today we are going to be talking about Castlevania Season 3. Such an amazing animated series. Today I have Mikey and Pappy with me. And let's just go around and say where you're recording from and what your initial thoughts are on Season 3. Uh, yeah, I'm Mikey. I'm recording from quarantine, lockdown, uh, Goshen, Indiana. Um, thoughts on Season 3? Uh, I think... Uh, it's overall pretty good. I think uh, the beginning is a little slow, but we get some really cool story arcs, and uh, I like it a lot. I mean, I love the show. What do you think, Pap? Yeah, this is Pappy, recording from Louisville, Colorado. Uh, yeah, I liked season three. Uh, more of kind of like what we talked about in season two, but I noticed that like Netflix now has... Uh, like rankings for their shows. Have you guys seen this? Yeah, it's like number one in the country or number such and such in the world. Yeah, and like Castlevania is top ten in the U.S. And I feel like Stevie, like when we started doing these episodes three years ago, nobody had heard of Castlevania. Like it's come a long way as far as popularity. Thanks to us. What was season one? Only four, like four episodes. Four episodes, like twenty minutes each. Yeah, it was just like just like a prologue. Really, it wasn't a full season. I feel like the show has come such a long way too. I don't know if you guys felt this way. Or not. Did, I mean, this season overall is really great, but did this kind of feel like a filler season? Like, not a lot of questions answered? Yeah, that's kind of uh, my feelings towards it. I mean, this is, uh, well, for our main characters at least, it's kind of just a mini arc. I don't know, maybe towards the end game of uh, maybe like the last two episodes, there's maybe some stuff that will lead into season four, but overall, I mean, it's just kind of like a side story for uh, Belmont and Sypha. Mm-hmm. Not to jump too far ahead, uh, but it feels like the main thing that happened is Alucard is now like kind of bad again, right? And it feels like everyone else just needed something to do in the meantime, kind of. Do you think Alucard's going like, to turn against humanity? Because, I mean, to jump into kind of the threesome that almost ended in his death... Um... <laughs> <laughs> Those scenes were kind of intense. I don't know, I mean... I really wasn't vibing at all with, uh, like, those two were brother and sister, right? Were they? I believe that was the implication. Was that they yeah. Were? <laughs> I, it, that's what made that scene, like, even weirder. The two Japanese people, right? Yeah, the two Japanese people. It was just kind of, I don't know, I really wasn't vibing at all with his story arc of, like, teaching them, like, the magic of vampires and stuff like that. It really didn't end anything besides, like their death Mm -hmm. we talked about it on the season two episode because i went back and listened to those to get ready to watch this and we said that there's some like pacing issues in that season i think there's like one episode this season where literally all alucard does is like catch a fish and like make it and like eat it and that's like his whole arc (laughs) in the episode (laughs) his story moves super slowly compared to the other ones yeah but i think uh like you said pep the main takeaway is that Alucard is basically the new Dracula at the end because he puts those two, those two brothers, those uh, brothers and sisters uh, on a on a pike in front of his house, and he's kind of even says something about his dad Dracula. 
Just like Daddy Deadest used to do yeah. or something. <laughs> I was kind of hoping Alucard was going to run back into Belmont and Sypha to kind of like unite the team again, but that never happened because um, Trevor and Sypha were stuck in this really strange town the entire season. Pat, what was going on there? It's a really weird town. Yeah, I, it just has one of my favorite... Uh, new characters that we've gotten. Uh, Saint Germain. He's awesome. I think was his name. <laughs> Mr. Saint Germain. Just Saint Germain, please. You're not a mister. I most certainly am not. What are you then? Many things, young lady. Many things. I don't know. It almost becomes. It took a sci-fi turn in kind of a lot of ways because I mean it's very much going back to the season one roots where there's a group of religious people who have like sort of assumed the church they seem to be Satan worshipping though but like the main thing for St. Germain is that like portal thing underneath the church and how how sick was that like uh, tripping sequence or whatever. I think it was like episode five or six that he goes through. When he's going through the door or whatever kind of door that we were talking about. That was amazing. I think it was super cool. It also leads to a lot of different places they can go in future seasons, which in my mind is why they put that in there. Because, I mean, it didn't... I mean, it finished the story, obviously, but it also opened up like a ton of different ideas and branches to go off of in the next season, which is where I think... Uh, Belmont and Sypha are gonna go. A lot of people are saying on the internet it's gonna like be a video game crossover universe with Devil May Cry. I don't know if you guys have played that. Wait, they think what? So they're gonna make a Devil May Cry show? This is from CBR.com Netflix's Castlevania Sieges in 3 creates gaming's first cinematic universe. Uh... They think there's a bunch of Easter eggs that's going to be, yeah, be a crossover with Devil May Cry and possibly Assassin's Creed 2 Whoa. at some point. That would be amazing. That would be sick. If they could actually pull it off, that would be incredible. I just feel like video games are so suited for the television format. You know what I mean? Like, there's no way, like, this whole standalone story thing, it reminds me of, like, The Mandalorian, how we talked about how that felt like a video game, but, like... It just feels like a level, you know what I mean? It's just a chapter mm-hmm. in the story, and I'm so okay with it. Yeah, I love it a lot, too. All of those uh, IPs that you just list- listed there, I mean, those all sound like they would be really cool standalone shows on their own or even expanded upon this universe. That would be really cool. But what we have now with just this Castlevania show, I mean, I think it's really fun to see where they're going with it. And, um, I mean, it's pretty dark on its own i, I what do you guys think about um how gruesome gruesome it got this season <laughs> um it's a cre- i mean this show has always been incredibly gruesome which is one thing i really like about it especially when sypha is like ripping people in half and also kind of the gruesomeness of when um kind of one of our i guess you can call him a forger isaac is just roaming through the world killing person after person and also <laughs> questioning like so the weird. existence of humanity <laughs> It's, I mean, the one episode I think everybody really liked is when uh, there was just that giant ball of people that was kind of kind of under a horde. You know what I mean? <laughs> that was amazing. And like, there it starts shooting like piles of bodies yes. at him as like missiles. <laughs> I, I mean, the animation in this show is incredible. 
and I actually kind of like, I really want to see where Isaac's character is going to go after all this, just because I feel like he was wrestling with his arc the entire time. But mm-hmm. the one thing I um, didn't love was kind of the role of his opposite, which was Hector, where he was just yeah. slaved away the entire season. Like, with little to nothing to do. They were like the familiars of Dracula. I don't really remember where he, they, they were. They were in the, the ones first that would like, for, they were like foragers that would create new dead demons. Mm-hmm. Forge masters or whatever. Forge mm-hmm. masters, yeah. But they have to use, they have to kill people and then like turn them into. So they're regular people that have been turned into demons or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just don't think. Uh, Hector was given a whole lot to do, which was frustrating besides be a pawn in the following season. <laughs> How awesome was that second to last episode, though, where you have like the like the climax fight at the church, cutting back and forth between <laughs> the ball of people, cutting back and forth between the threesome, and then Hector like begging that one uh, vampire chick. Mm-hmm. They were all new, too, right? Those vampires? Uh, the sisters or whatever besides for Carmilla I think so mm. yeah they were all new and you're right Pap that was just crazy when everything was hitting its climax in the entire season at that episode uh, the one character I haven't brought up yet is um, who's kind of the somewhat mayor of the crazy town that Belmont and Saifa go to the judge yeah so <sighs> He's kind of hard to read the entire season. And Mikey, he kind of has a disturbing backstory at the end, if you want to get into that. Yeah, I guess um, if you're paying attention, I mean, they leave clues, I guess, for you. Uh, like, they kind of go through a montage of uh, the judge saying some kind of maybe off-putting things about the town or how much control he has about it. But um, he's been leading people through the forest to get to... Uh, an apple tree uh, which he'll either promises like oh you can have some apples or this way to escape the town or something but he just leads them that direction and they end up falling into a, a pit and it's kind of his own justice plan or something for anybody who's like just bothering him in the town apparently he's killing all sorts of people including kids that are just being kids yeah just running in the town will get you this punishment apparently is his justice that he uh, likes to lash out against everybody so what i didn't understand though is like why is he saving the shoes you know what i mean like because he's like burned down my house which i have a standing order if anything happens to me in this coronavirus destroy my laptops but like he, <laughs> he says a standing order he says burn down my house and then so siphon uh trevor go to investigate and they find like that room full of shoes were those like souvenirs that he was keeping? I think it was kind of like a souvenir type thing. Yeah. Mm. I think you're supposed to take away that he's just pretty much a murderer. He's not any sort of political judge or anything in that sort of sense. He's just a psychotic uh, evil person. Mm. I don't know. And I'll say this too, like, I said that Alucard had, like, the main arc, but, like, Trevor and Sypha, like, in the first episode, I don't know if you guys remember that, they have kind of like... They're in a rut. Well, they have like a mini like battle where like they like... <laughs> she like calls him her like stupid servant or something like who's obsessed uh-huh. with beer. And they lure out those monsters and they just fucking destroy them. And they're like having such a good time. Like by the end, they're like 
really down about everything they just saw. You know what I mean? Like, no one's really a good guy. Mm -hmm. Like, there are things beyond our control. Like, they've kind of taken a turn for the worst, too. That and, like, I really enjoyed Trevor's arc in this for the fact that he was kind of in a rut the whole season, also wrestling with what he wanted out of life. He just wants beer. Yeah, I feel like all these characters (laughs) are wrestling with it. I mean, he's been alone and ostracized his entire life and he has someone that like loves him dearly and i don't think he really understands like how to work with that Mm -hmm. and so there was episodes going back and forth where do i want this life do i not want this life and you're right by the end you really didn't get an answer to that question because it did seem really down sypha did not like that he said beer was better than sex the sex All right, can we all admit that Saifa is like the best freaking character on the show? She's so cool. Easily. <laughs> so awesome. And all of her like magic destroying demon stuff. She has some really awesome scenes of just like slicing up demons left and right. It's really cool to see. The one scene I thought the animation was incredible where she like puts that ice disc through everybody where it's like bouncing mm-hmm. off to monster after monster after monster and ends up cutting the one monster in half against the wall. Mm-hmm. Those ISIS are cool a couple of times because she builds like a wall around St. Germain too at one point. It's like yeah. blocking and then all of a sudden like shoots up in the air and like tears apart one's wings. It's really cool. Yeah, that was sick. I really hope that even if, I hope they're working on it now. Like if we don't get a Castlevania season four, I kind of hope we get a St. Germain like portal hopping through time show. He's too good of a character to not bring back, right? Way too good. I think he was like one of the shining parts of this entire season. I think there's definitely going to be a season four, and I think they left that open because he's chasing someone through a portal. He's uh, his wife, right? Uh, yeah, it looks like he's chasing a woman. I would assume it's his wife, but I think that's leaving it open for something pretty crazy next season. Because we also saw Vlad, we saw Dracula in one of the portals too. <sighs> so I don't know if they're planning Bring on bringing him back. him back, which would be crazy. Like maybe. They bring back Dracula to take down Alucard because Alucard might might be crazy next. That's season. what I was kind of thinking too to like set things right. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a twist. It's like these two are constant squabbling about who's going to destroy the world and who's going to save the world. <laughs> we haven't seen like a fully formed badass Dracula since like season one either. But like to go back to that tripping sequence, like how awesome was that? Like that shot of like Africa. And all of a sudden, there's like these like mech warrior things walking yeah. around. Mm-hmm. Like this artistic team, all we've seen them do is like stylized horror of like Eastern Europe, like medieval fantasy. Like when we see them draw other stuff, it's like holy shit, they're just so fucking good at everything they do. I want to see them do everything. Yeah, it's a really cool uh, animation studio. I think it's called Powerhouse or something like that. But I think they have another. Netflix show. I haven't seen it, but um, they seem to be pretty popular. I mean, I like how they draw and stuff, so they have really good action, too. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of excited the idea of Castlevania and Devil May Cry crossing over, because the art looks exactly like identical throughout, like, throughout the video game and shows. And pretty similar story, right? I mean, they're fighting demons. It's just Devil May Cry is like, they have guns and stuff yeah d- yeah two pistols with unlimited ammo yeah that'd be sick um let me think here is there any storyline you guys want me to touch on other than the ones we've covered uh alucards i mean i enjoyed watching isaac uh hector felt i mean hector is now a slave to those that vampire right yeah because he wore the ring or whatever the <sighs> loyalty ring 
I thought he. I thought she was trying to make a baby with him and then kill him. <laughs> <laughs> and then just have like a baby forge master or something. A baby forge master. Hector's so dumb, but I mean, if she's pretty, she's pretty, I guess. <laughs> I think that's. <laughs> I think that's kind of what. Uh, it's kind of. It's kind of what the uh, show was getting at. Was he's just blinded by how hot she was? So. Yeah, a very horny season. So what is there? What is like the vampire sisters? Goal, I don't know. Like, I feel like they were going back. I couldn't really follow it. It didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I think they're trying to do what Dracula was trying to do, except keep some people alive so they can live forever. So they can eat. Yeah, they still want to wipe a bunch of people out, but they want. But they some want to hoard to humans yeah. and have them breed, mm-hmm. so they can live forever. I guess. Yeah, she kept talking about like these corridor countries, and it sounded like they were going to set up a pen or something. But if we're like setting up for like a battle of three armies like Alucard, Trevor and Sypha and the Vampire Sisters that'd be a pretty fun season 4 especially if we throw in some some Devil May Cry in the mix. Yeah, do you guys have any ideas of where this goes in season 4? I mean, this season 3 I thought was really cool with its sci-fi especially with like the alien um, taking over the church and uh, as well as um, kind of that dream wormhole that St. Germain kept trying to get into Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys have any ideas? Um, well, like I said, I think they're bringing Dracula back, and I think they're going to fight Alucard. And I, I'm hoping it's a little more Trevor and Sypha centered um, yeah. this next season. It was kind of just more evenly spread out a lot, but I just love uh, Trevor and Sypha so much. They're really fun to watch, and they always have awesome action scenes, so I want to see more of them. We need to see Isaac, like, fold into the story somewhat. You know what I mean? Like, his story was... He was, was kind of wayward, wasn't he? Like, I mean, I like the stuff, like, when he was talking with that pirate guy. And that there was, like, some interesting, like, thematic stuff where, like, he, you know, like, he gets shit on by a bunch of people. And then he's, like, finds a good person. You know what I mean? So he's kind of seeing yeah. both sides of humanity. But, like, I just don't know enough about him or care enough about him to take away from Trevor and Sypha. You know what I mean? Like, he needs to, like, consolidate with one of the other stories uh, so I can mm-hmm. get more more Sypha time. Do you think it'll be easier if they just bring all the characters, like, into the same fold? Like, because I feel like this... I mean, I love this season, but it kind of suffered for what Game of Thrones did, like, after seasons, like, five, really, which is hop, 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 hop throughout every episode and still, instead of just having... Like, single-character arced episodes? Uh, honestly, this whole series is kind of gone in a way that I didn't think it would. I don't know much about the games, because I haven't played them, but I no thought it was going to be... I thought we were going to have way more Dracula, like, we're still fighting Dracula or something. But he's obviously dead, and there's way more characters that are threats than you would think there would be. I mean, there's a lot of different enemies that we end up having even meeting yet or haven't fought yet or yeah um just lots of people haven't met up yet so i mean there's a lot of different branching stories uh for what would essentially be you would hope just trevor and sypha fighting a bunch of stuff a bunch of monsters every episode but mm-hmm. that's not the case it's more dramatic this way though and, and warren ellis has written every single episode of this show and we're up to like 22 episodes now so i mean i feel like 
we pretty much know what we're going to get out of him. And, like, no matter what, next season, there's going to be at least two or three episodes where he's just totally slow dicking it. You know what I mean? Where, like, whatever happens, the big final battle isn't going to be next year. You know what I mean? I guess is what I'm trying to say. you got to get an episode where everyone's just kind of sitting around talking uh, at least one or two. Yeah, and... I don't think we'll get Dracula back for season four, but I think season five, which will probably be its final season, that's when Dracula, I think, will come back like into the main fold early. So probably end of season four next year, I think Dracula and uh, his wife Lisa will be back like in the main fold. Or at least I hope. Hopefully we don't have to wait two years for that. <sighs> Hopefully not. I mean, these shows look incredible, so I can understand why it takes so long. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Yeah, but anything else? Would you still call this the best video game adaptation? And what do you think the odds are that Last of Us will dethrone it? Oh, man. With all the corona going around right now, Last of Us will be very topical, I think. (laughs) Um, But (sighs) Craig Mazin wrote a pretty good show called Chernobyl. So I think this will be the best until Last of Us comes through. Because Last of Us has such a good story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, it'll be pretty hard to top the money of HBO to make that thing. I would, I'm going to guess that's going to be HBO's best show of all time. <laughs> that would be so awesome. Or at least the most hyped. It could be the biggest failure, but it'll be definitely be the most hyped <laughs> the show, most HBO hyped. show of all time. I love that. Well, um... Tell you what, let's go around and see. Tell me um, where you'd rank the season so far. Okay. Mikey, I'll start with you. Uh, I think season two is probably my favorite season. Um, and then this season, and then the. I'm not even going to call it a season one. It's basically a prologue. It's only like three or four episodes long. But um, I lo- really love season two because I love the uh, Dracula fight at the end. But this, oh, yeah. this final climax in this season was also pretty sweet. Trevor whips out double whippy boys. He's <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> he's, he's whipping those things all over the place. And I love watching him just get the absolute shit beat out of him. And Saifa never gets hit. And she's destroying stuff. And Trevor is just getting his ass kicked all the time, which is fun to see. So I love this season just as much as any other. But... That's how I'd rank them, probably. Yeah, I'll go three is probably my favorite. I just love like the psychedelic, like trippy stuff uh, that we got uh, that we talked about. Uh, then probably one, just because like Steve, when you first told me about this show, I thought I'd be totally out, but like that four episode <laughs> quick arc, like is the thing that hooked me in. But two is still really good. I told you, like on a yes or no scale, like all three seasons would be like hard, hard yeses i'm so glad that we're talking about this this show thanks to us it's a hit (laughs) uh i'll go with uh three is my favorite just because these last battle scenes were absolutely incredible like episodes probably let me think here nine and ten the harvest and abandon all hope were just so much fun to watch um then i go season one which is what initially hooked me and i think it was um who was the villain in uh, season one, Pep? Uh, the the bishop, the bishop guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the bishop. Yeah, the bishop, bishop. He was such a good villain, which is also what I think the next seasons were somewhat lacking. Because um, Dracula was such a fun anti-hero to watch in season one. 
But um, I would go three, one, two, and I'm with you guys. Every season is just absolutely dynamite and fun to watch. So super pumped to get to a season four, hopefully, and also with a Devil May Cry crossover or Assassin's Creed yeah. would be a whole lot of fun to watch. But um, yeah, anyway, thanks for listening, uh, listening to us talk about Castlevania for a little bit and taking time out of your lives. Uh, anything else coming on the line, Pap? Uh, our Fast and Furious series races on. We got Fast Five and uh, uh, more <laughs> uh, dot 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 coming up, as well as uh, two more Punishment episodes from Mikey. Uh, he pays the toll uh, on an Antichrist episode, and then we're all gonna get together to record a Last Airbender episode, which will be out uh, probably by the end of March. Decent. Well, uh, thanks for listening, and that was spoilers. <laughs>